The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Time to rise and shine. Okay, rise first, start praying, and then you'll start shining. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, September 16th, 2021, Thursday of the 24th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle one. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. Today is the memorial of Saints Cornelius and Cyprian. In the third century, the Emperor Decius decided that all who would not give up their Christian faith should be killed. Pope Fabian was martyred along with many others. Emperor Decius prevented the election of another bishop of Rome, but after a year, while the emperor was away at war, Cornelius was elected pope. Now, a priest named Novatian believed that apostates could not be accepted back into the church even if they had repented. Cornelius called a council of bishops together to settle the dispute. The council condemned Novatian's view, and after two years as pope, Cornelius was arrested and sentenced to banishment. He died in exile in 253. Cyprian, the bishop of Carthage, was a friend and supporter of Cornelius. Like Cornelius, Cyprian had to deal with Novatian. New persecutions broke out. Cyprian was arrested and tried for being a Christian. When he was read his death sentence, he exclaimed, Blessed be God. He was martyred in 258. Saints Cornelius and Cyprian, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day, and all those who are dear to us, let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us, even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee, that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that we all will make courageous choices for a simple and environmentally sustainable lifestyle rejoicing in our young people who are resolutely committed to this. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. We find you, Jesus, eating today in the house of Simon the Pharisee. When the meal was interrupted by a sinful woman, coming in with an alabaster flask of ointment, she stood behind you, Jesus, at your feet, weeping, and began to bathe your feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, and kissed them, and anointed them. Simon was taken aback. Everyone in that place knew that woman's reputation. Simon thought that you, Jesus, 
should never allow that woman to touch you. So you, Jesus, said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. Simon replied, Tell me, master. And then you made your point by telling Simon a story. Two people were in debt to a certain man. One owed five hundred denarii and the other owed fifty. So one debt was ten percent the amount of the other. Since they were unable to repay the debt, the parable continues. He forgave it for both. And now comes the question. Which of them will love him more? It wasn't a tricky question, so Simon gave the right answer straight away. The one who was forgiven more. He replied, Correct. See that the question is not who should be more grateful, but who will love him more. You see, let me offer my personal definition of holiness. A saint is someone who has discovered how much they have been forgiven and can't resist loving God more and more. The more you know how much debt God has forgiven you, the more you will love him. And let me explain this with two wonderful texts from two doctors of the church. Now, the texts are amazing by themselves, but when you read them together, they combine to become a masterpiece. The first is from St. Augustine. You know him. He was a big sinner. Once he came back to you, Lord, he wrote these wonderful words that I quote. It is a bit long, but bear with me because it is an absolute gem. So he writes, What shall I render unto the Lord for the fact that while my memory recalls these sins, my soul no longer fears them? I will love you, Lord, and thank you, and confess your name, because you have put away from me such wicked and evil deeds. To your grace, St. Augustine continues praying, helping us to pray now, to your grace I attributed unto your mercy that you have melted away my sin as if it were ice. To your grace also I attribute whatsoever of evil I did not commit. For what might I not have done, loving sing as I did, just for the sake of sinning? So, here is a repentant sinner, recognizing how much he owes you, Jesus, for having been forgiven. And he explains that it is you, Lord, who have done it. What man, continues St. Augustine, what man is there who, when reflecting upon his weakness, dares to ascribe his chastity and innocence to his own powers, so that he should love you, Lord, less, as if he were in less need of your mercy?
and to those who have never sinned like him. St. Augustine says, As for that man who obeyed your voice, Lord, and avoided those sins which he here reads of me, let him not despise me. For I, who was sick, have been healed by the same doctor who prevented him from falling sick. And he concludes, And for this, let him, he who hasn't sinned, like St. Augustine himself, let him love you, Lord, just as much, indeed, all the more, since he sees me restored from such great weakness of sin by the very same Saviour by whom he sees himself preserved from such a weakness. Ah, <laughs> now, as I said, it is a gem in itself. But when you also read a text from the other doctor of the church, St. Therese of Lisieux, they are just pure gold. I don't know if St. Therese ever read the previous text, but she may well have done it. Her biography is the opposite of that of St. Augustine's. She, who presumably never committed any mortal sin, also understood she had been forgiven a debt she could never repay. Let me read you the second text. St. Teresa of Lisieux writes, I know that without our Lord I could have fallen as low as St. Mary Magdalene. And the profound words of our Lord to Simon resound with great sweetness in my soul. I know he to whom less is forgiven loves less. But I also know that Jesus has forgiven me more than St. Mary Magdalene, since he forgave me in advance by preventing me from falling. This is it. This is why saints love you, Lord, so much, because they all know they have been forgiven so much. And St. Therese explains it with his story. Suppose a clever doctor's child meets with a stone in his path, which makes him fall and break a limb. His father comes to him immediately, picks him up lovingly, and takes care of his injury using all the resources of his profession for this. His child, completely recovered, shows his gratitude. This child is in no doubt right in loving his father. But I'm going to make another comparison. Imagine the father, knowing there is a stone in his child's way, hastens ahead of him and removes it, but without being seen. Certainly, this child, the object of his father's tender foresight, but unaware of the misfortune from which he was delivered by him, will not thank him and will love him less than if he had been cured by him. But if he should come to learn the danger from which he escaped, will he not love his father more 
Well, of course. <laughs> it is obvious, isn't it? So St. Therese concludes, Well, I am this child, the object of the foreseeing love of a father. He wants me to love him because he has forgiven me not much, but all. He has not expected me to love him much, like Mary Magdalene. But he has willed that I know how he has loved me with a love of unspeakable foresight in order that now I may love him unto folly. Wow. Well, I don't know if you are more like Saint Augustine or you are more like Saint Therese of Lisieux. As you see, there is no difference. Mary, Mother of Mercy, help me to understand and to always remember that the ones who know they are forgiven more are those who can love God more. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 17 past the hour. We'll pray in just a minute. This is Daybreak. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's time to begin our day of prayer. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Forty years I endured that generation. 
I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Their own strength could not save them. It was your strength and the light of your face. Their Their own strength strength could could not save them. them. It It was was your strength and the light of your face. We heard with our own ears, O God. Our fathers have told us the story of the things you did in their days, you, yourself, in days long ago. To plant them, you uprooted the nations. To let them spread, you laid peoples low. No sword of their own won the land. No arm of their own brought them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. It is you, my King, my God, who granted victories to Jacob. Through you, we beat down our foes. In your name, we trampled our aggressors. For it was not in my bow that I trusted, nor yet was I saved by my sword. It was you, who saved us from our foes. It was you who put our foes to shame. All day long our boast was in God, and we praised your name without ceasing. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Their Their own strength could could not save them. them. It It was was your strength and the light of your face. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Turn Turn back back to the Lord. He He will not hide his face. Yet now you have rejected us, disgraced us. You no longer go forth with our armies. You make us retreat from the foe, and our enemies plunder us at will. You make us like sheep, for the slaughter, and scatter us among the nations. You sell your own people for nothing, and make no profit by the sale. You make us the taunt of our neighbors, the laughingstock of all who are near. Among the nations you make us a byword, among the peoples a thing of derision. All day long my disgrace is before me. My face is covered with shame at the voice of the taunter, the scoffer, at the sight of the foe and avenger. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Arise, Lord, do not abandon us forever. 
Arise, Lord, do do not abandon us forever. This befell us that we had not forgotten you, though we had not been false to your covenant, though we had not withdrawn our hearts, though our feet had not strayed from your path. Yet you have crushed us in a place of sorrows and covered us with the shadow of death. Had we forgotten the name of our God or stretched out our hands to another God? Would not God have found this out, he who knows the secrets of the heart? It is for you we face death all day long and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, O Lord, why do you sleep? Arise, do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our oppression and misery? For we are brought down low to the dust. Our body lies prostrate on the earth. Stand up and come to our help. Redeem us because of your love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you foretold that we would share in the persecutions that brought you to a violent death. The Church formed at the cost of your precious blood, as even now conformed to your passion. May it be transformed now and eternally by the power of your resurrection. Arise, Lord, do not abandon us forever. Our spirits yearn for the Lord. He is is our our help and and our our protector. protector. From the book of the prophet Ezekiel, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, you live in the midst of a rebellious house. They have eyes to see, but do not see, and ears to hear, but do not hear, for they are a rebellious house. Now, son of man, During the day while they are looking on, prepare your baggage as though for exile. And again, while they are looking on, migrate from where you live to another place. Perhaps they will see that they are a rebellious house. You shall bring out your baggage like an exile in the daytime while they are looking on. In the evening, again while they are looking on, you shall go out like one of those driven into exile. While they look on, dig a hole in the wall and pass through it. While they look on, shoulder the burden and set out in the darkness. Cover your face, that you may not see the land, for I have made you a sign for the house of Israel. I did as I was told. During the day, I brought out my baggage as though it were that of an exile, and at evening I dug a hole through the wall and with my hand, and while they looked on, 
set out in the darkness, shouldering my burden. Then in the morning, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, did not the house of Israel, that rebellious house, ask what you were doing? Tell them, thus says the Lord God. This oracle concerns Jerusalem and the whole house of Israel within it. I am a sign for you. As I have done, so shall it be done to them. As captives, they shall go into exile. The prince who is among them shall shoulder his burden and set out in darkness, going through a hole that he has dug in the wall and covering his face, lest he be seen by anyone. But I will spread my net over him, and he shall be taken in my snare. I will bring him to Babylon, into the land of the Chaldeans, but he shall not see it, and there he shall die. And his retinue, his aides, and his troops I will scatter in every direction and pursue them with the sword. Then shall they know that I am the Lord, when I disperse them among the nations and scatter them over foreign lands. Yet I will leave a few of them to escape the sword, famine, and pestilence, so that they may tell of all their abominations among the nations to which they will come. Thus they shall know I am the Lord. The Word of the Lord. When I disperse them among the nations and scatter them over many lands, then, then they, they shall, shall know, know that, that I, am I am the Lord. If they abandon my law and refuse to obey my ordinances, I will punish their crimes with the rod. Then, then they, they shall know. know that, that I, am I am the Lord. From a letter by St. Cyprian, Bishop and Martyr. Cyprian sends greetings to his brother Cornelius. My very dear brother, we have heard of the glorious witness given by your courageous faith. On learning of the honor you had won by your witness, we were filled with such joy that we felt ourselves sharers and companions in your praiseworthy achievements. After all, we have the same church, the same mind, the same unbroken harmony. Why then should a priest not take pride in the praise given to a fellow priest as though it were given to him? What brotherhood fails to rejoice in the happiness of its brothers wherever they are? Words cannot express how great was the exaltation and delight here when we heard of your good fortune and brave deeds, how you stood out as leader of your brothers in their declaration of faith, while the leader's confession was enhanced as they declared their faith. You led the way to glory, but you gained many companions in that glory, being Foremost in your readiness to bear witness on behalf of all, you prevailed on your people 
to become a single witness. We cannot decide which we ought to praise, your own ready and unshaken faith or the love of your brothers who would not leave you. While the courage of the bishop who thus led the way has been demonstrated, at the same time, the unity of the brotherhood who followed has been manifested. Since you have one heart and one voice, it is the Roman Church as a whole that has borne witness. Dearest brother, bright and shining is the faith which the blessed apostle praised in your community. He foresaw in the Spirit the praise your courage deserves and the strength that could not be broken. He was heralding the future when he testified to your achievements. His praise of the fathers was a challenge to the sons. Your unity, your strength, have become shining examples of these virtues to the rest of the brethren. Divine providence has now prepared us. God's merciful design has warned us that the day of our own struggle, our own contest, is at hand. By that shared love which binds us closely together, we are doing all we can to exhort our congregation to give ourselves unceasingly to fasting, vigils, and prayers in common. These are the heavenly weapons which give us the strength to stand firm and endure. They are the spiritual defenses, the God-given armaments that protect us. Let us then remember one another, united in mind and heart. Let us pray without ceasing, you for us, we for you. By the love we share, we shall thus relieve the strain of these great trials. We are warriors now, fighting on the battlefield of faith, and God sees all we do. The angels watch, and so does Christ. What honor and glory and joy to do battle in the presence of God and to have Christ approve our victory. Let us arm ourselves in full strength and prepare ourselves for the ultimate struggle with blameless hearts, true faith, and unyielding courage. What honor and glory and joy to do battle in the presence of God and to have Christ approve our victory. O God, who gave saints Cornelius and Cyprian to your people as diligent shepherds and valiant martyrs, grant that through their intercession we may be strengthened in faith and constancy and spend ourselves without reserve for the unity of the Church. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, we've got... Today's Gospel coming up in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app.
it's daybreak on relevant radio and the relevant radio app for thursday september 16th 2021 i'm paul sodic in today's gospel from truth and life the dramatized audio bible the lord is at dinner with a pharisee and finds that he has to teach his host a little bit of etiquette it's from the seventh chapter of the gospel of luke one of the pharisees asked him to eat with him and he went into the pharisee's house and took his place at table behold a woman of the city who was a sinner when she learned that he was at table in the pharisee's house brought an alabaster flask of ointment and standing behind him at his feet weeping she began to wet his feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment. Now, when the Pharisee who had invited him saw it, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. Simon, I have something to say to you. What is it, teacher? A certain creditor had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay, he forgave them both. Now which of them will love him more? The one, I suppose, to whom he forgave more. You have judged rightly. Then, turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, She has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But he who is forgiven little, loves little. Jesus said to the woman, Your sins are forgiven. Those who were at table with him began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. All of the daily mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Okay, it's about manners, but really, it's about love. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. Today's Gospel shows Jesus going to dinner at the home of a wealthy Pharisee named Simon. When the banquet has already begun, suddenly a woman comes into the room. This woman is publicly known to be a sinner. Here we have another example of the greatness of Christ's heart. Despite her many faults, this woman will be understood and pardoned by Christ. We may wonder whether she has already listened to him preach. Her resolution to sin no more has now come to fruition. Her love for Christ has given her the daring to interrupt the banquet contrary to all the Jewish customs of the time. Surely those attending the meal will be shocked and taken aback by this unexpected arrival. The woman becomes the center of attention. 
Maybe this is why there is no regret for the lack of hospitality that has been shown to the master. Yet Jesus is aware of the slight offered him by his host. The Lord says that he has noticed the absence of the normal tokens of welcome, just as he had missed the gratitude of the nine lepers who failed to thank him for their cure. The bad manners of Simon are in marked contrast to the behavior of the public sinner. Having brought an alabaster flask of ointment and standing behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment. In the face of the negative feelings of those present at the meal, Jesus deliberately moves to reveal the supernatural lesson to be derived from the incident. Then turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with tears and has wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Jesus now proclaims the reward for her loving service. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. Then follow those few words which are of such consolation to us sinners. But he who is forgiven little, loves little. Our daily falls can, with God's grace, be a means of bringing us closer to Christ. He then addresses the woman, Your sins are forgiven. And the woman leaves the scene with great joy, a clean soul, and a new life. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. At daybreak, be merciful to me, O Lord. At daybreak, be merciful to me, O Lord. Lord, listen to my prayer. Turn your ear to my appeal. You are faithful, you are just. Give answer. Do not call your servant to judgment, for no one is just in your sight. The enemy pursues my soul. He has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me dwell in darkness like the dead, long forgotten. Therefore my spirit fails. My heart is numb within me. I remember the days that are past. I ponder all your works. I muse on what your hand has wrought, and to you I stretch out my hands. Like a parched land, my soul thirsts for you. Lord, make haste and answer, for my spirit fails within me. Do not hide your face, lest I become like those in the grave. In the morning, let me know your love, for I put my trust in you. Make me know the way I should walk. 
to you I lift up my soul. Rescue me, Lord, from my enemies. I have fled to you for refuge. Teach me to do your will, for you, O Lord, are my God. Let your good spirit guide me in ways that are level and smooth. For your name's sake, Lord, save my life. In your justice, save my soul from distress. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord Jesus, early in the morning of your resurrection, you made your love known and brought the first light of dawn to those who dwell in darkness. Your death has opened a path for us. Do not enter into judgment with your servants. Let your Holy Spirit guide us together into the land of justice. At daybreak, be merciful to me, O Lord. The Lord will make a river of peace flow through Jerusalem. The The Lord Lord will make make a river of peace flow flow through Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad because of her, all you who love her. Exalt, exalt with her, all you who are mourning over her. Oh, that you may suck fully of the milk of her comfort, that you may nurse with delight at her abundant breasts. For thus says the Lord, Lo, I will spread prosperity over her like a river, and the wealth of nations like an overflowing torrent. As nurslings you shall be carried in her arms and fondled in her lap. As a mother comforts her son, so will I comfort you. In Jerusalem you shall find your comfort. When you see this, your heart shall rejoice, and your bodies flourish like the grass. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord will make a river of peace flow through Jerusalem. Let us joyfully praise the Lord our God. Let us us joyfully praise praise the Lord Lord our our God. Praise the Lord, for he is good. Sing to our God, for he is loving. To him our praise is due. The Lord builds up Jerusalem and brings back Israel's exiles. He heals the brokenhearted. He binds up all their wounds. He fixes the number of the stars and calls each one by its name. Our Lord is great and almighty. His wisdom can never be measured. The Lord raises the lowly. He humbles the wicked to the dust. O sing to the Lord, giving thanks. Sing psalms to our God with the harp. He covers the heavens with clouds. He prepares the rain for the earth, 
making mountains sprout with grass and with plants to serve man's needs. He provides the beasts with their food and young ravens that call upon him. His delight is not in horses, nor his pleasure in warrior's strength. The Lord delights in those who revere him and those who wait for his love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in, in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. God our Father, great builder of the heavenly Jerusalem, you know the number of the stars and call each of them by name. Heal hearts that are broken. Gather together those who have been scattered and enrich us all from the plentitude of your eternal wisdom. Let, Let us, us joyfully praise the Lord our God. A reading from Second Corinthians Praised be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all consolation. He comforts us in all our afflictions, and thus enables us to comfort those who are in trouble with the same consolation we have received from him. As we have shared much in the suffering of Christ, so through Christ do we share abundantly in his consolation. The Word of the Lord The just are the friends of God. They live with him forever. The just are the friends of God. They live with him forever. God himself is their reward. They live with him forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The just are the friends of God. They live with him forever. How precious the death of those who purchased eternal life by shedding their blood. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers, and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. How precious the death of those who purchased eternal life by shedding their blood. Our Savior's faithfulness is mirrored in the fidelity of His witnesses who shed their blood for the Word of God. Let us praise Him in remembrance of them. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your your blood. Your martyrs freely embraced death in bearing witness to the faith. Give us the true freedom of the Spirit, O Lord. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your your blood. Your martyrs professed their faith by shedding their blood. Give us a faith, O Lord, that is constant and pure. You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs followed in your footsteps by carrying the cross. Help us to endure courageously the misfortunes of life. You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs washed their garments in the blood of the Lamb. Help us to avoid the weaknesses of the flesh and worldly allurements. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your blood. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who gave saints Cornelius and Cyprian to your people as diligent shepherds and valiant martyrs, grant that through their intercession we may be strengthened in faith and constancy and spend ourselves without reserve for the unity of the Church. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. John and Glenn are standing by with morning air in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid comes along a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I hope we can get together again tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Central or on the app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.